You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 54 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Today, we're talking about advice that you receive about social media. All of us at some point have probably gotten some advice on social media or how to do social media better. You probably read five ways you can do X better or how to post better on Instagram or how to get people to repin your Pinterest pins or uh, how to get people to like your content on Facebook, uh, how to increase your engagement. Um, And a lot of this advice is really sound. A lot of it's really great. However, for a lot of us, uh, especially those of us who were just kind of entering into this space, maybe you have been given the keys to the Twitter church Twitter account or you've been made the manager of the church Facebook page, whatever that is, um, a lot of times when you encounter that for the first time, you're given a lot of advice because you ask questions like, how do I do this and what's the best way to do this? Whatever those things are. And a lot of people with good intentions give you a lot of advice. The problem is that advice is that advice usually comes, in my opinion, a bit tainted or um, a bit... um, as if it's written in law, like it's written in stone. And so uh, I'm today's podcast is really about how do you best interpret those things that you're being told in a, in a way, in a, in, a, in a framework, if you will, to kind of interpret them in such a way that um, it doesn't hurt you down the road. Because sometimes if you receive something as gospel truth on social media of the only way to do X, um, pretty soon that way becomes outdated and all of a sudden you're now doing things the old way. Um, so I'll give you a quick example. Um, it used to be a lot of people were like, you can never, ever, ever cross post social media from one p- platform to another platform. In other words, if you had a picture on Facebook, you should never cross post to Twitter and never cross post a Twitter, Facebook photo, excuse me, a Twitter photo over to Facebook. You should never do those things. And there was some good reason behind that, especially the way that Twitter was handling images. But now that Twitter is a little bit better in terms of the native image handling, in other words, how the image comes in and it's displayed on your feed, that really doesn't so much well, uh, it doesn't play true anymore. Uh, and so again, if you're just joining and just getting in on social media, especially if you're handling like a church's social media account, you'll first hear that information. You're not supposed to do that. And all of a sudden you hold it as gospel truth. However, you find as you go along, that doesn't no longer hold true. So how do you interpret and how do you look at advice on social media or anything, any these blog posts that there's thousands of people out there now blogging about this stuff? How do you filter out what's good and what's bad? Well, here's a framework that I usually work within to figure out whether or not this is something that is going to be something that I'm going to receive and say, yeah, this is probably going to be true or something I kind of hold loosely onto. And I talked about this a little bit the other day on a vlog that I did. I'm going to kind of expand a little bit. But I call it bits versus atoms or or ones and zeros versus atoms. And here's what I mean. When you're dealing with atoms, uh, I'm talking about the scientific term atoms, A-T-O-M-S. When you're talking about atoms and you're talking about anything that's an atoms-based economy. So say like transportation, say um like air, you know, flying or cars, that kind of stuff, or like even like the the chair you're sitting in right now, or wherever you're at your office, 
that that was built. This those are atoms. Those are physical things. Uh, your desk is a physical thing made of atoms, molecules, etc. Um, those things don't change a whole lot. Those rules very much stay true. You know, gravity will always do X. Those things always stay pretty constant, which means those industries don't change a whole lot. Okay, if you think about the transportation industry in the last hundred years. Uh, last, I say, last 30, 40 years hasn't had a radical change. Okay, uh, now part of that is, as Peter Thiel argues, that's part of it is, is government regulation. But the reality of it is, is those things don't change very often. Um, they have some changes, but not these giant leaps. Okay, so you, when you have something like that, you have things that you can say always, never, you should always, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, when it comes to those things, because guess what, those things don't change a whole lot. However, when you move into the realm of social media. You're dealing with bits or ones and zeros, as I like to say, okay? So when you're dealing with code and when you're dealing with things that are just purely digital, those rules change all the time because the nature of what they do changes. In other words, if I have a if I if I give you a rule on something you should never do on Twitter, that holds true for the for that moment in time. However, once Twitter changes something on their code and they allow you to do something a little bit differently, before you know it, all of a sudden that changes and all of a sudden what you what you thought was true is no longer true. So example would be this is now some people say that if you want you should follow everybody back that you follow on Twitter, that way everybody will see your content, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. However, if they change one piece of code and Twitter all of a sudden says, guess what? We've now got an algorithm and we're gonna base tweets based off of what other people do with them, then all of a sudden your plan on following everybody back who follows you just so you can get people to see your content doesn't exactly hold true anymore. So when I receive advice on social media, I always hold it very loosely and say, you know what, this may be true for this moment in time, but I know more than likely at some point it's probably going to change. In fact, some of the trigger words I look for when I get advice on social media are words like, you should never, always, this is a must, those are the things I really kind of sit there and I kind of have to take a second and kind of go, is that really true? And will that be true maybe 90 days down the road, six months down the road, or over a year down the road? Because I often find a lot of the advice that even myself have given you, the listener, has changed over the last year. I've done this podcast for over a year now, and I can tell you some of the advice I've given you, I probably will have to go back at some point and say, okay, that was true then, but it's not going to be true in the future. Does that mean you should ignore all advice? Absolutely not. What it does mean though, is you need to look at it as a framework and say, is what they're telling me true for in this moment right here, right now? And it may be, but will it be true later on down the road? That might not be the case. So as you're hearing advice, I've heard a lot of these experts come out all around the world, all from uh, all various different places, giving you really quote unquote sound advice on social media or anything digital for that matter. Keep in mind that when you're dealing with ones and zeros, bits, when you're dealing with those things that are digital, those rules are always bound to change. And you need to be flexible enough in your thinking and your framework to be able to change along with them. And if you do that, then you'll be agile and you'll be able to adapt to the future that lies ahead for you in your church. If you've got a question for me, head over to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R on Twitter. If you like this podcast, feel free to rate it. We're on iTunes. And if you're one of my many friends who use an Android device, we're also on Stitcher as well. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.